You found it. No nonsense. No scripts. Real people on real issues. Hard hitting and action packed with logic, reason, and common sense. Everything you need and everything you've been looking for in a podcast. This is Dynamic Independence with Johnny Anderson, Bruce Adams, Marty Foster, and GP. Welcome to it. Good day, Bruce. How are you? Healthy and alive. Yourself? Um, I'm healthy. I, I don't feel like I'm alive. I feel like a zombie. I slept about, uh, I want to say three hours last night, if I'm lucky. It was three hours. Uh, it started with two, then I was up for four, and then I tried to sleep for another, I think, like two or three, and I didn't even get that. So uh, I'm, I'm exhausted. As you can tell, I'm not, not quite all there. And I also did a ridiculous workout today. So I'm... I'm tired from that too. So I, I'm really worn out, but uh, I got a uh, got a new bed delivered today. I guess it's a good day to be worn out, right? Yeah, you get to try out yeah. the new one, yeah. Uh-huh. I really, uh, I really don't want to spend too much time today. Uh, there's not a whole lot going on. I mean, there's there is a, you know, there's some COVID stuff, of course, and then uh, there's the Facebook thing. As we said yesterday, as as our suspicions were there, total sham. As far as I'm concerned, after seeing who this woman is, now it all makes sense. The interviews were scripted. The testimony to the Senate, that was scripted. Of course, you could tell that. But after we've heard in the last 24 hours, total sham. Total sham. She yeah. was a part I mean, of the team. The, yeah, go ahead. Uh, the, the, the giveaway right in the beginning should have been she was going to be on 60 Minutes. I mean, 60 Minutes isn't exactly the moderate uh, channel it used to be or show. No, it's not. And I think most of their viewers are the ones that forgot to turn their TVs off. Yeah. I mean, that's and I'm not joking when I say that. That's actually where most of CNN's ratings come from these days. Uh, I have something on that. We'll get to that. Uh, but this this Facebook whistleblower, I'm doing the air quotes whistleblower. Uh, she's not a whistleblower at all. As far as I'm concerned, she's put there on purpose. And I think the I think the um, the downtime with Facebook, I think that was intentional. We're hearing that it was a hacker group. OK, which hacker group? I haven't seen any of them take um, take credit yet of you. I haven't seen that. Hackers yeah. are braggers. They like to put out there. They like they like to get their um, how do they call it? Their lols. They they like to get all that stuff. Yeah. So the fame lols. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They they like to be famous. Oh yeah, we did that. Uh huh. Yeah. And they like to run from mm -hmm. the government and all the rest of it. Okay, fine. I haven't seen a single hacker group or an individual claim responsibility for that. Now it doesn't mean that they they won't pin it on somebody later, but. Usually when you have a big attack like that, then someone will take credit. There was no one taking credit. This woman goes on 60 Minutes, which is, as Bruce said, that's red flag number one. Number two, the next day, she's in the Senate testifying. Uh-huh. And then you've got Senator, uh, uh, what the hell was his name? I, I don't know. One, one of the hard left ones wasn't Durbin. It was one of the other ones. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But it, you had one of the hard left senators come out and say that... Uh, Mark Zuckerberg needs to come out and make a full disclosure on, on what happened. Why? Why? Now you're going to say that, uh, that that Facebook needs to be uh, to be regulated. That's what they want you to do. They want you to regulate them. Hell, Facebook is out calling for the regulation of the entire Internet, which we know that that's part of Schwab and Company's deal, right? They have to get control of the Internet. All of that has to be put under control. There will be no expression of free speech in the future. If these people are allowed to continue, none. 
So I think that the whole thing with Facebook, that was self-inflicted. At this point, that was self-inflicted. This woman yep. that they stuck out there, she was part of the uh, uh, the team that censored the Hunter Biden laptop story. So there's another red flag for you. And if that wasn't enough, she was also someone that had ties to the group behind the first impeachment of Donald Trump, which was uh, part of Jen Psaki's PR, uh, PR firm. Um, how is that not another red flag? This whole thing is is a sham. That's all it is. That's a that, that was a self-inflicted wound to try and get people to clamor out that, oh, you have to censor the Internet now. You have to take control of the Internet to, to protect it, right, to keep it safe. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. But that's OK, though. They're going to go ahead anyway, right? They don't care what public opinion is. Clearly, they're just going to move ahead. That's what they do. They don't care what you have to say. It's for your safety. Yes, of course, it's for your safety. Well, as uh, as the premier of Victoria, Dan Andrews, as he said, he's not going to stand there and take lectures on freedom. Right. You know, he, he's not going to stand there and take lectures on freedom. They can protest. It's not going to do them any good. It's on top of that. It's illegal. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't even he doesn't even know what they're protesting about. The tech companies don't care either. They certainly don't care either. They're going to sit there. They're going to crow. They're going to shout. They're going to scream, whatever. They're going to do whatever they want. They're, to be honest with you, I don't even know why at this point they're they're trying to save any kind of any kind of face. The majority of people hate these companies and these people that run them. They hate them out in the streets. Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates are hated. They are hated. The World Economic Forum, whenever they put out a new video, when when Klaus and his gang of thieves down there in Davos, when they put out a new video, it immediately gets delisted because of all the hatred that comes out for it. That's on their own platform. That's on YouTube. That's supposed to be an echo chamber of of the, uh, the loony morons that follow that garbage. Instead, it's nothing but pure hatred towards them. Same thing when they put out a tweet. When they put out a tweet, you never hear about the tweets that they put out. Why? Because they get delisted. They get buried because of all the negativity that goes with it. If they were to reference a tweet or a video, then you would go there and you would look at it and you would see all of the hatred for these people and their ideas and their plans. But see, that's all right. Google, they're going to move ahead. They're going to move ahead. Actually, you know what? Before I do that, I I have a video here. This is up today. Uh, I have a video here. Uh, This is uh, this was taken a while ago, but this is this is what Klaus and his people down there in uh, uh, in Davos want to do for you. Uh, Bruce, I'll get your thoughts on this. One of the features of this fourth industrial revolution is that it doesn't change what we are doing, but it changes us. The very idea uh-huh. of human being some sort of natural concept is really going to change. Up until now, the conversation we've been having is around freedom of speech. Once we can mm-hmm. access people's thoughts and access people's emotions... The focus, as all of you know, today is on what's now called the Internet of Bodies, involving Uh medical implants and other kinds of devices that go inside your body and all together with the Internet as a whole comprise the Internet of Bodies. The Internet of Bodies, or IOB, is, um, is actually an ecosystem. It's a bunch of devices that are connected to the Internet that contain software and that either collect personal health data about you or can alter the body's function. We think of the Internet of Bodies as this collection of all these devices as well as... You know what? I'm not interested in that. I'm not interested in that kind of future right there. That's that's garbage. They can keep all that stuff. I'm not interested in that at all. Did the did the the lady that was talking there at the end, did she not... You mean the one from the Rand Corporation? That one? Yeah. What about her? Did did that not sound like Shouldn't a red flag of like tripped and when when you said the phrase 
and can change the body's function. Shouldn't uh-huh. a red flag have gone off and been like, that means you can kill people at the flip of a switch. At That's the press the of idea. a button, you can kill someone. That's the idea. It's like... Uh, they want a kill shot in place. And if anyone doesn't do what they tell them to do, they'll just turn you off. It's that simple. Yeah, but the, the part that, that boggles my mind in all of this is that how... Why the hell do you think you're going to be immune to this? Those that make this stuff, those that know how the inner workings of all this, how it functions, you're going to be the first to go. The the second you show any signs of turning against them, you're done. You're gone. They're going to flip that switch. They can't have you getting it, getting free and out uh, of that, you know, changing your mind on this thing, because then well, you can do too much harm inside the system. Well, I think I think if if we're looking at this concept that they're laying out here, that that uh, no, this is not just the World Economic Forum. This is like the Rand Corporation, and there, there was a couple other organizations in there you heard as well. Um, and these are all government contractors and, and agencies and foundations and things that that are behind the scenes that do this work. They're the same people that are pushing vaccines on everyone else now, but aren't taking them themselves. That's exactly what they're going to do here. If they were to do this, they'd follow the same guidelines, I think, because they're not interested in doing any of this stuff for themselves. They're interested in making sure that they have control over everyone else. That's that's all that's uh, that, that's all that's being explained here, I think. Maybe I need to research, like get a degree in this kind of stuff and know how to do it so that when the dystopian world starts, we can start making our own chipsets and whatnot that mm-hmm. function outside the system. Uh-huh. Internet of bodies. Hadn't heard that one yet. I mean, that, the, the thing is, is we knew this this was going to happen. We knew this is the direction things were going to go. It's the singularity. It's it's a, it's an idea that's been played with for a very long time now. It, it's basically where man and machine become merged. We're already playing with this idea. I mean, I remember a decade ago, they, were, they did an experiment on someone that had uh, some eyesight problem. It was something like a uh, I don't know if it was a degenerative disease or something like that. So the, the retina became detached or something. Um, but they took um, cameras like, like from your smartphone and made um, uh, eyeballs basically that had those cameras that they could connect to the nervous system and return that person's eyesight. At the time, the cameras weren't good and they weren't able to see very well at all. I mean, it was the, they could make out figures and shapes, but it wasn't the the level of cameras we have today, which that person now probably has freaking, you know, uh, 30, 40 megapixel uh, cameras installed and, you know, 40 times zoom and all kinds of crazy stuff because what our cameras can do nowadays, those sensors. Part of me is not against the idea of cybernetics, but the problem that I have with it is we're too dystopian right now to go down that road because it is going to be disastrous for the human race. That, that's That's been my argument with all this tech stuff anyway. I don't have a problem with this technology. I, I really don't. Even though I sit here and I bash it and I tell you that you need to get out of the system, that's not my issue. My issue is not the technology itself. My issue is I have two gripes with this, one of which, chief among which is the fact I don't like the people that are behind it. Okay, that's the first thing. The second thing, man, do we really need Alexa to turn on our oven for us? Do we really need a robot vacuum? Do we really need Alexa to to wash my car? Uh, Seriously, do do we really need that stuff? The reason I say that is because there is a certain there's a certain aspect of 
normal living and happiness you get out of accomplishing something. Just something simple and you're losing it. We're, we're losing it by by uh, throwing it away for the sake of whatever this convenience is. Hell, I can go out and buy a robot to mow my lawn, but I don't. I don't. I like mowing my lawn. I like using the weed eater. And when I finish it, I can look at it and I do this. I stand there and I look at it, even if it's a hot, a blistering hot day. I can stand there, I can look at it and I can say, man, that looks a lot better. And I did that. I accomplished that. That's something small. But I get the satisfaction out of it knowing that I did it and it makes it look better because it's something that I wanted to do. Now, I can go out and I can buy one of these robots and it can do all that stuff. It's not going to look as good, but it can do all that stuff. But I don't have any satisfaction out of it. I lose that part of myself. I lose that part of my, I don't know if you want to call it like a, uh, that bit of endorphin rush you get, you know, the natural feel good feeling. I would lose that if I were to if that's, I were to get a robot to do it. That's the classic. That's a that is a male wiring doing something and getting the endorphins from it. I mean, it happens in women as well, but men, it, it's it's strongly it's, a part of our psyche. It's, it's the satisfaction of of the accomplishment. I guess was the the overall point I was trying to make. For example, if I if I go out there, I, I like to cook, right? I, I like to cook my own stuff. I mean, I make some pretty some pretty good stuff. I, I mean, not to brag or anything, but. I, I make some pretty healthy stuff and I try different things. And when I finish the meal, I'm satisfied with that. And that's before I even eat it, before I even enjoy it. It's it's just seeing what I can do. It's it's that uh, that combination that you come up with, that um, uh, that different experience that you have from from sampling what you actually did, not something you go out and you buy that's pre-made in a store somewhere. I mean, you lose that, you know, you, you lose a part of yourself, I think. You, you lose what you can discover about yourself that makes you a more fulfilled individual. We're losing that for the sake of convenience and technology. And I don't like it. I don't like it. Why do I have to have Alexa tell me how many emails I've got and who they're from? Why can't I look for myself? Why do I have to tell uh, whatever Netflix or whatever? They have all the the, the vocal searches now. You, you can just hit the button and it and it searches for you. Why can't I look it up myself if there's something that I want to watch, which I don't, but that's not the point that I'm trying to make. Why do I need all that stuff? Convenience. Saves time. Time is money. I mean, yeah, but like I said, you're sacrificing. You're sacrificing a part of yourself that you otherwise wouldn't even know existed. You're you're losing your own potential for sat for for accomplishment on anything, even if it's the little things. You're losing that by taking this stuff that that you're not asking for. By the way, no one's asking for this. No one has asked for any of this. It's just been pushed on everybody. Um, uh, I I I will. I disagree that it hasn't been asked for. And the, and the reason I say that, the idea of having robots doing the, the menial chores, uh, that's been around since the 50s. You remember the stuff, like the some of the, the artwork we've seen from the 50s that shows like mm -hmm. the, the city of the future, the home of the future. And they, they're talking about all these robots and machines that are doing like, you know, mowing your lawn or vacuuming or doing some of the basic stuff. And they had, you know, and the uh -huh. flying cars and all this kind of nonsense that's going to happen in 2030 uh -huh. or 20. 2000, not, uh -huh. not 2030. Well, um, 2030 won't have a car because you'll own nothing and you'll be happy about it. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. And you won't be allowed to have gasoline or any kind of oil product like that because, now, you see, know, comrade, you'll have, Greta, the, yeah, you'll have Greta Thunberg saying, how dare you every time you're filling your car up? That'll be your punishment. Yeah. I mean, if that's all it was that I had to pay for, it'd be all right. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, 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 I think this has been something that the menial tasks I'm not against doing some of the like having some of the menial tasks done 
uh, because then it opens up the door for other projects that I want to work on that the menial tasks take up the time for. I'll have more Fair. time to go and do Fair those. Enough. Fair enough. Uh, but this also works another way. And let's apply it to where we are now. Did anybody ask for COVID passports? Uh, the authoritarians among us wanted it. <laughs> they did. Yes, of course they did. They didn't ask. They just said, you're going to take these. And that's how it is. Yeah. But before that, let, let's OK, let's go back. Let's go back a year ago before that was even a thing, because you were a conspiracy theorist. If you talked about that. Right. You're a right wing nut that doesn't know what they're talking about if you're talking about uh, COVID passports. I remember I asked somebody a year ago about uh, the new restrictions that were coming in from the coming out of the first lockdown. And I said, let me guess. I said, everybody's going to have to have a QR code on their phone to be able to get into places. And they said, I'm not talking about some crazy conspiracy theory. Is it a conspiracy theory now? Here we are. Here we are. But a year ago, before COVID passports were even a thing, which we knew those were coming anyway, but before they were even a thing, what did Apple and Google do immediately? Immediately. We're going to go ahead and we're going to roll out the contact tracing as part of your software on your phones that you can't get rid of. You're going to have to take it. Some people, even to this day, don't even know that it's there. I saw a post from somebody today saying, how long has this been here? And they circled like the COVID-19 exposure notification things. They said, it appears to be part of my operating system and I can't turn it off or get rid of it. And everybody was like, that's been there for over a year. Don't know where you've yeah. been, but uh, that's, that's been there for over a year. Yeah. As soon as that launched, I dumped my phone. I, I dumped it that week. It was gone. It was gone. Uh, there's no way that whatever I carry now, there's no way for them to track that uh, as far as like COVID or contact tracing or anything like that. So uh, I dumped all that stuff straight away. But now, actually, I was I was seeing that uh, I think it was New Zealand. Now, I, I can't be 100 percent on this, but I, I heard it was New Zealand or maybe it was part of a, one of the places down there in Australia, one of the uh, states in Australia. The government was going in with the, the companies, the telecoms, and they were overriding the Bluetooth feature because that's how they're able to do the proximity tracking now is the Bluetooth connect, uh, seeing the Bluetooth within range of each other. That's how they're able to do it. And I saw that they were actually going in with tech companies and they were overriding that feature to catch people without their knowledge, uh, to geolocate, things like that. But that's not a problem or anything, is it? No, no, that's, 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 for, your, that's for your protection. Yeah, uh, it's for your protection. Also for your protection, the government has secretly ordered Google to track anyone searching names, addresses, and phone numbers. You were reading up on this before we started. What'd you find out about it? Yeah, specifically, it was on um, any kind of sexual assault victims. Uh, is it, but that, that's what they're saying anyway. But that's like here's Apple. The problem. That's like Apple saying a few weeks ago, uh, we're going to have to monitor all the content on your phone so we can stop child sex trafficking. That's just a way for Apple yeah. to justify that they want to yeah. monitor everything on your phone. I'm not saying that's not a problem because any rational, normal thinking person is going to say, oh, damn right. You know, don't want anybody but, looking at that stuff. Yeah, but that that is that is the smokescreen that they're using, because if you listen to the stuff that was going on yesterday in front of the Senate, and the, the chick was talking about the Facebook stuff. On the surface, some of the questions she was being asked, uh, in fact, they actually had a CEO on as well, or uh, a head on. Um, and I seen some clips of Cruz uh, grilling this, uh, this woman. And it was on, um, basically, it had to do with the, the research and the studies that Instagram and Facebook is doing, and Twitter as well. This actually might not have been yesterday. This one could have been uh, a time ago. I just remember seeing it in tandem with this. Uh, but basically, the, the, the questions they were asking were on topics of 
suicide, um, damaging topics, uh, you know, like uh, anorexia or um, obesity, those kind of things, and how social media has not only are they researching on tracking that information, uh, especially among younger underage that shouldn't be on the platform to begin with. Um, they were they were tracking uh, all that data and showing research on it. Well, the way it was worded and and talked about, it sounds like, well, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm on board with that idea. We should we should regulate more because it's damaging our kids. We don't know what's happening, but that is the smokescreen because that is where you get just the little crack. You 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 let the government in and do the regulations. That's just the little crack, and then what happens? You lose all of your freedoms. Mm-hmm. You, you're no longer able to talk about COVID nineteen or the vaccines, or you you can't talk about the the Hunter Biden laptop, or you 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 can't talk about. Uh, election fraud, or you can't talk about anything that dissents with the government, you can't talk about. And if you do, you're banned. And now in this case, they're they're going after anyone that searched something on Google. Now, it, it, what they're searching, what th- they're going after the government, what they're trying to go after, they're, they're going after people that were tracking down, uh, you know, sexual assault victims. Um, okay. On the surface, we're kind of like, all right, yeah, I don't, I don't want some stalker or some rapist getting getting a hold of their victim again. Yeah, right. yeah, I, I'm, I'm with that. Sure. But you have to take that part of it out and look at it. The government just went to Google and Google handed that information over without a warrant. That is a bigger problem than them going after the, the, the rapist or the um, even someone that's just trying to dox them. That is small beans compared to the fact that that data was just handed over to them. No warrant, no nothing. If you dissent... For example, us here talking about the topics we talk about, um, the government could just be like, hey, Google, we want information on this, this, uh, these IP addresses. What, what did they search for? And they'll track us down. They could just do that. And Google's like, yeah, here you go. Here's the information. No problem. That's, that's the level of what's happening here. Is they just it, it create a big dragnet of all the, all the data that like all the people that search that information, they get the IP addresses. And you're like, oh, well, it's just IP addresses. There's no physical, you know, location for the IP addresses. Oh, there's a location behind each one of them. Oh, yeah, there is. There is absolutely. Because not only the IP address, if you get when the the, the search happened, what time it was that it happened, uh, where the IP address was at the time, you know, which IP had it, uh, ISP had it, uh, access to that one or had that one locked in for that time. So now, you know, it was this customer and now you've got the location of where they were because it's. The IPs, you know, they're doing business with this specific person. So now you have that physical location. But even more so, when Google goes around and takes the photos, you know, they they do the street view and all that kind of stuff. They get the uh, the IDs for all the the wireless networks in the area. They 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 grab that. So there's a physical location for all those uh, network locations. And they got caught. Uh, I want to say this was like 10 years ago. They got caught several times breaking into those Wi-Fi networks when they were driving by. I mean, that's just what they do. The, how, yeah. how many times have these companies yeah. been caught violating law? How many times have they been? How many times has Google been caught actually breaking the law and nothing happens? How many times has Sony or Microsoft or uh, Samsung or one of these these companies or Apple. How many times have you heard about? Oh yeah, they were uh, they were watching people for a couple of weeks on their phones and the users didn't even know. Um, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, in any rational, reasonable thinking world, that organization gets seized. I- I'm sorry. That's just the way. I know that sounds authoritarian, but uh, 
what what road are we going down here? You stop this, you I nip am... this in the bud before it gets to the to the blossoming point, and we're now at the blossoming point because we haven't laid an iron fist down to these uh, these corporations. We have laws against this stuff. It's just that they don't get enforced. It's just like the corruption that's in the uh, that's in the House, the Senate, the judges, the schools, and everywhere else. You t- you turn over there. It seems like and the executive branch, the everywhere else. It's everywhere. The media, nothing gets done. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. If we can sit here and we can literally put together all of this stuff that, quite frankly, when I was putting criminal investigations together in the United States, I wish that I would have had half of the evidence that I had on the people that I worked against. I I wish I would have had half the evidence that I've got on these people. And what I would take to local, state and federal prosecutors would be what they would consider to be a slam dunk. What on earth do you think we have on these people? This is like this is a case of a lifetime. Do you know how they used to use the terms career case? This is a career case. This is a once in a lifetime case for anybody, for anybody, anybody that wants to step up and do it. Any organization that wants to step up and do it, you can put these people away for good, for good. And we can all get on with it. I'm, I'm, I'm quite authoritarian or fascistic when it comes to freedoms. So I'm very libertarian. But the minute you start infringing upon, on, upon people's rights, I become fascistic and authoritarian. And I want an iron fist to come down on you for violating it. So Google, Facebook, all these guys that are violating the, the rights of people. I want an iron fist to come down on top of them because they're violating not only the people's rights, but they're also violating uh, the laws that we have in place uh, that gives them immunity. They're violating those and nothing's nothing's being done about it. All right. uh, New audio of Joe Biden. He's in the 30s now. He's at uh, 38 percent. People think that he is. uh, What was the terms? Not competent and not honest. Those are uh, the two the two buzz phrases going around about him. Uh, he's not competent and he's not honest. So his rating right now is at a 38%. By the way, any president in history who has hit this level has never recovered, by the way. Uh, never recovered. Uh, this is Joe Biden speaking in, uh, what is this, Michigan? Michigan uh, yesterday. Parenthetically, when you build a charging station, it's like back in the day when my grandpa worked for the American Oil Company back in the turn of the, in the 1920 in that area. They went from state to state convincing people that they put allowed them to put 20,000 gallons of gasoline under the ground. They didn't want them around. But get- Any ideas? Uh, OK, he, um, hmm. I get what was going on there, like the the where the errors were popping up in that then that uh-huh. programming. Uh-huh. I, I get where that was happening and what was going on, but. I have no idea what he was trying to get. I have no idea. I don't know. No idea what he was trying to say. None. I, I I understand like what you were saying. I understand what he was trying to to portray to the crowd he was speaking to. But man, I'm lost. I, I'm I'm lost uh, yeah, on that one. I, I I I'll go out on a limb and say something like he's he's not knowing the context of what he was supposed to be speaking on. It sounded like he was trying to say, look, this is what they tried to do back in the 1920s. And my grandfather worked on it and uh, something about gas and uh, storing it underground. 20,000 uh, gallons and they didn't want them around. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I have no idea. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm just as clueless as you, buddy. All right. Uh, also, he spoke on the uh, the three point five trillion dollar uh, infrastructure bill that's about to go through. This is what he had to say about that. 
So guess what? You got nothing. Zero. Zero. No help. My friends on the other team have no problem giving billionaires and millionaires gigantic tax breaks. This is a tax cut. You see, it's a tax cut. The $3.5 trillion infrastructure bill, that's a tax cut. That's what that is. How is spending $3.5 trillion going to be a tax cut well, to the taxpayer? Well, it's zero. It, it's zero. Nancy Pelosi said it herself. It's zero. The cost of this, this, um, the cost of this infrastructure plan is zero. It's not three and a half trillion. Those are just numbers, as AOC said. Those are just numbers. So, I mean, I don't disagree. It is just numbers because when they're printing money, it's just numbers. They're not actually printing money that's backed by gold. Um, uh, but I, I'm failing. the The only way that his statement is true that I can come up with is that. You do the three and a half trillion dollars, and then the next day we have a, a massive collapse and inflation goes skyrocketing high, and then effectively the three point five trillion dollars is zero dollars. It's the only it's know. the only thing that I can really conclude I don't on know. That one. There's well, I think you're forgetting one very important thing here. There is the possibility of the minting of the one trillion dollar coin. <laughs> yeah, the, the the minting of the one trillion dollar coin that's platinum that would yeah. require to be one trillion dollars would require more platinum than this planet possesses. But yeah, yeah there, there, there's that. Well, if they have what we don't have that they can deposit into the U.S. Treasury to hedge against what we don't already have, then it won't cost anything. Yeah, because all of that made perfect sense. I'd be a good government employee, wouldn't I? Uh, yes, absolutely. So, saying yeah. things like that. Yeah, I'd, I'd be a great government mm-hmm. employee. Uh, hey, president, there you go. Uh-huh. We have a president that just spoke. Yeah. As clearly as that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember Anthony Fauci, Dr. Anthony Fauci, when he said that it was uh, it was too early to tell whether or not we were going to be able to gather for Christmas? It's too early to tell. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. he's uh, he's since gone back on that. Uh, less than less than twenty four hours, he uh, he backpedaled on that. He has uh, he said that he didn't want to misinform people. This is what he had to say on CNN. You know, I also said something over the weekend that was taken completely out of context. Oh, it was out of context. I was asked, oh, was what it? could we predict for this winter, for like December and Christmas? I was going to ask I, you. Yeah, I mean, I say you hold off on that. Oh, I said, you hold off. We don't know because we've seen uh-huh. slopes that went down and right. then came back up. The best way to assure that we'll be in good shape as we get into the winter would be to get more and more people vaccinated. Right. That was misinterpreted. As uh-huh. my saying, oh. we can't spend Christmas with our families, which was absolutely <laughs> not the case. That wasn't I the case. Uh-huh. Christmas uh-huh. With my family, I encourage uh-huh. people, particularly the vaccinated people oh, yeah, the who vaccinated, are protected, yeah. who to are have a good, more, normal Christmas uh-huh. with your family. But just yeah. the way all of the other disinformation goes around, you say something talking about a landmark of a time and it gets right. misinterpreted yeah, that I'm saying that's, that's you can't right. spend family Christmas time, which is nonsense. You can't. It was taken out of context. It was all it was nonsense. It was nonsense uh-huh, is what it was. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, 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 the problem with that is um, the last time this happened, you used the exact same wording. It's too early to tell. You use the exact phrase, and then we were not allowed to to not only do Halloween, Thanksgiving, or Christmas together. So yes, yes, um, that was accurate prediction based on your past statements. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. And yes. the fact that he came out and said, "Oh no, that's mis that no 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 we're, we're no it, it's that that was false. It was taken out of context." Um, I I'm I'm gonna bet that here. 
within the next coming days, he's going to say spikes are happening too high. We have to lock down for holidays. Well, Bruce, you might not have to wait quite so long. You said here in the next couple of days. Now, see, you don't even have to wait that long because the CDC has already beat you to the punch. They're now recommending a virtual Thanksgiving after they have caught some backlash. They, they say that um, their statement, that was a mishap. It wasn't taken out of context. It was a mishap. So now they're recommending a, uh, a virtual Thanksgiving. The CDC. It's a pretty good looking Thanksgiving dinner. It is a good look. Yeah, it's a, it's a good looking bird. Yeah. Isn't it? I mean, it's stuffed and everything. Yeah, you got the cranberry is, sauce yeah. right there. The mm -hmm. potatoes. Yeah, it's it's all you got the uh, oh, is that is that sweet? Uh, you got the sweet potatoes up there too. the sweet potato casserole. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the mm -hmm. cornbread. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention briefly recommended that a virtual Thanksgiving for a second year in a row before quickly reversing their guidelines, claiming it was a mishap. It was a simple misunderstanding. They got taken out of context. Right. They weren't suggesting that you not meet with your uh, your family members on Thanksgiving, especially the vaccinated ones. Yeah, they they weren't saying weren't saying anything about that. Now, uh, a story from Sinclair Broadcasting Group noted that Tuesday the CDC has released guidance for the 2021 holiday season, closely following a suggestion from Dr. Anthony Fauci. Huh? It's almost like they 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 got their their terminology crossed up and their stories crossed up before they went on uh, went on TV. They said that it may be too soon to tell. Rather, Americans can expect to celebrate Christmas holidays together. That is what Fauci said. That is what he said. The CDC's guidance reportedly said that Americans should plan to have a virtual Thanksgiving and avoid attending gatherings, which could increase their risk of contracting the highly transmissible Delta variant of COVID-19. Despite vaccinations, the CDC still recommends that people celebrate Thanksgiving virtually this year. That was according to the Sinclair Broadcasting Group. Originally, in a now-revised story, updated guidance states that attending gatherings for events and holidays still increases the risk of getting and spreading COVID-19, especially with the threat of the highly transmissible Delta variant. Safer ways to celebrate the holidays, according to the CDC, include hosting a video chat party, having an outdoor celebration with everyone six feet apart, Waving to the neighbors from a safe distance and avoiding contact with others. <laughs> if, this, is, this is so ridiculous. And if gatherings take place outdoors, masks may not be needed unless the groups are crowded and a high COVID risk is present. So see, mm. there you go. There you so, go. So out of curiosity, for those that may not know that, that never lived there, Thanksgiving time in Ohio, uh, let's say you wanted to do Thanksgiving outside. What, what are uh -huh. you looking forward to? Um, shoveling snow. That's what you're looking forward yeah. to. And, um, yeah. And building a fire and mm -hmm. what kind of uh, what kind of coats and uh, uh, and thermal linings you're going to be wearing underneath of your clothing that you're going to be layering from keep to keep yourself from freezing to death. Uh, I'm from Ohio. If mm -hmm. you can tell. Yes. So that for more the northern part of the country is basically what you expect for Thanksgiving. Um, here, it doesn't get that cold, uh, but it does get cool. And it would be, uh, to the older generation, it's a bit too cool. But, um, you know, they, they complain about their ankles getting cold or something like that, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm, obviously, I'm, I'm being mm -hmm. facetious. Well, see, Bruce, you're, facetious, but, yeah, you know. see, Bruce, this is all a mishap. That's, that's all this was. This, this was all a mishap. Yeah, uh-huh, sure. Um, it, it, it sounds like the exact same thing they said last year. It's almost like, you know, that that entire year that we went through of being gaslit time and time and time again, it's almost like they're continuing the same procedure, the same narrative and gaslighting us yet again. 
Well, they have to. They'll give you a small reprieve. You know, they give you a few months off, summer months. Uh-huh. There's not much they can do. They can't push COVID in the summer months. So they were doing climate change and all the rest of it. You know, the flooding and everything else going on all over the planet. Okay, fine. You know what's happening? Do you know why that freak weather stuff is, is going on? Do you know why that's happening? I'll tell you why. Because the jet streams are in a state of flux at the moment in the Northern Hemisphere. You notice none of this is happening in the Southern Hemisphere. It's not happening in Africa. It's not happening on the other side of the equator. It's not happening in Africa. It's not happening in South America. It's not happening in Australia, in New Zealand, in Tasmania, any of these places, because the Northern Hemisphere jet stream is in flux. So it's causing the weather to go crazy. I'll just put it that way. Guano. Yeah, bat guano crazy. Yeah, yeah, you got it. You Mm. got it. Bruce, do you need an organ transplant? Um, No. I uh, no. don't plan on uh, having one at any any time in the near future, though, uh, if current technologies continue their pace, we may end up having to have synthetic stuff because we'll live so long. So possibly in like 150 years, maybe. Yeah. Well, as of today, a hospital system says that it will deny transplants to the unvaccinated in almost all situations. OK, I'm not going to sit here and go over and repeat myself again over what getting the vaccine actually does to you as far as protecting and catching and giving and all the rest of it. People that listen to us regularly, you already know that, okay? Because most of you are probably doing your own research anyway, so we don't have to go over that again. But now we're going to deny you healthcare, life-saving healthcare, because you're not vaccinated. So let, let me get this straight. If you need an organ transplant, if you've already had COVID and you've survived COVID and you have antibodies, you have better protection than you have to get vaccinated, are, are you are you serious? Are you serious? As Rand Paul was saying yesterday, Senator Rand Paul said doctors, nurses, frontline healthcare workers that have already had COVID that are working in the hospitals, they're now told they have to take a vaccine for something they don't need or they're going to lose their jobs. Yes, yeah, see, they're non-essential now. The police will soon be non-essential in the coming months and years. You watch. You watch. A Colorado-based health system says that it is denying organ transplants to patients not vaccinated against the coronavirus in almost all situations, citing studies that show that these patients are much more likely to die if they get COVID-19. Uh-huh. Haven't seen that study. I'd be interested to see which one it is. Yeah. I, the only study I could think of that would that would say that is the um, vaccine versus the alpha variant. That's the That's the only study that would point that out. Because if you look at any of the studies that point to any of the other variants, the vaccine doesn't work against it. Mm-hmm. And they're not even trying to vaccinate against those anyway, even with the boosters. They're not doing it. The boosters are just more yeah, of they what have, they already they got. Haven't. Yeah, they, they, they haven't gotten any any new approval for the boosters. The, the boosters aren't anything different. They're just an alpha variant one. The boosters are literally exactly the same vac- as the vaccine. Like it's the same stuff. So how is that going to protect you against a virus that is mutated past the vaccine. It, it no longer has the S1 spike protein, which is what the vaccine protects you against. That's what it targets, which, by the way, just just a little side note on this. The people that have been vaccinated, there there's studies that show that you have a more that you have a higher viral load when exposed to COVID-19. So you're a carrier. You will have a higher viral load than someone who has been unvaccinated and gets exposed to COVID-19. Um, in other words, you're an asymptomatic carrier and spreader, even though you're vaccinated. This this vaccine is is leaky, if you will. It, it spreads the virus, ironically, and causes it to mutate. And um, this, uh, I don't know, it, it, it could end up 
if they continue on this, you're you're with a leaky vaccine. Let's make another leaky vaccine to to fight the the virus that we just created with the other leaky vaccine, which creates a new virus that we have to now vaccinate it against with another leaky vaccine. And we keep going down this process. We're going to make it to where you're going to need a vaccine to combat against it because it's so dangerous now that it'll kill people if you don't vaccinate against it. But if you continue to vaccinate against it, it's going to continue to evolve. It, it it's it's going to make you are, dependent on it. These people are insane. They're insane. Yeah. And then on top of this with the the um, if you can't get a transplant, what's going to happen when someone can't get a transplant and they're now going to die? Um, well, you have nothing else to live for. And the people that are holding you back are these uh, elite. What do you think is going to happen? Exactly what they want to happen. But yep. once you cross that line, once once we the people cross that line, see everybody everybody's having a great time right now, yeah. Even if yeah, you lost a little bit of freedom, oh, you still got some of the some of the frills of your comfy life, right? Still got electricity, you still got running water, still got food in your fridge, still got your Netflix, your NASCAR, and your barbecue, yeah. Still got your cold beer. That's what people are okay with, as long as they've got that and they've got Walmart, they don't really care. They really don't care. Yeah. You know, we've been we've been hard on some of the sports venues, but I I, I don't know the the Let's Go Brandon that's come out of these sports venues. I yeah, do actually applaud that. That is that, actually that is, nice. Yeah, it's a fair point. That's a good chant too. It's a good chant. Yes, yes. But we're approaching a time now where up until now you still had some somewhat of a of an option to kind of skate around this thing. Now they're making it to where you can't. People are really going to have to start making some serious decisions in the coming months and years. You're going to have to make some decisions about which way we really want this to go. These people are not going to stop until we, the people, stop them. They won't stop. Do you understand? We're not going to go from now until the end of summer and, oh, we'll just get to this next point so we can get a few months off. You really don't get it. They are not going to stop. We're going to have to make some decisions down the road, sooner rather than later, when I say down the road, that are really going to put people in a very difficult position. I hate to use the the phrase, you fight or you die, but that's where we're headed. That's where we're headed. Because our inaction up to this point has led to this. We either start pushing back on this. And when I say pushing back, I mean outright, no. Drop dead. Get out of my way. No. Either we start pushing back in that manner and knocking these people out of our way, or we deserve everything we get. We're going to have to get in the mindset that we don't want to get into. We have to get out of that comfort zone that we're in if we're going to fix this. And if you want your children and their children to have a future. All right. Um, we're going to go ahead and call this one. Uh, call this one done. Uh, like I said, I'm uh, I'm exhausted. Uh, it's been a it's been a really long day. I don't have anything else. Uh, I did have a couple other things, but it's not really related. It was just kind of some fun stuff. Uh, but we can do that tomorrow. We can leave with that tomorrow. That's fine. Uh, and I'm sure you've got some things going on you want to get to this evening, too, as well. So we're going to have to go. So for those of you who have not signed up to our Telegram page, get over there and get signed up to us. We do put out all of our podcasts we do here every day. We also put out an exclusive podcast once a week just for our Telegram subscribers. But it does come out the following Monday for all of our normal platforms. Being subscribed to us on Telegram, you do get that content a couple of days early. You also get access to our newsfeed in the comment section. So get signed up to us over there. Get all that extra content. Also, if you'd like to reach out to us, you can do so anytime by dropping us an email at dynamicpodcast at protonmail.com. And we would ask you to pass this along to friends, family, and associates. We are trying to grow, but we do need your help in order to do that. So if you can pass this along, we'd appreciate that. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts. Also, if you're rating podcasts, if you give us a rating when you get a chance, we'd appreciate that as well. Five stars would be a plus. Thank you very much. All right, that's it for today. Thank you for being here today, Bruce. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a great evening.